Everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me, once again, is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Good to be back. Nice to be back. Yeah, and much. to the left of me, the great Lars Kensett. Hi, guys. Of Mega Boom Radio. This, so great to be here. This is fun. You, you enjoying yourself already, I'm, Lars? I'm glad to be back in a garage doing a show. This yeah. is something I've forgotten about. We've moved into apartments and bedrooms. Going back to the roots. I know. It feels good. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been a big fan of the idea that, that the, a podcast is like a garage band, and you got to kind of yeah. keep it there. The more you try to get professional with it, the more it gets lame. It should and be we, like yep. dudes. Yeah. Like dudes hanging out, getting drunk, and having a good time here. And like, we get to finish out every show with a rendition of Smoke on the Water, and that'll be a fun, fun time. Is that what's happening? All right. <laughs> well, we've got the acoustic over <laughs> there. I, <laughs> I can play it. Let's do it. Don't. All right. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, play tam- I'll play tambourine. All right, Buck, you grab, grab the guitar right there. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Right there. Buck, Buck's got... Where is it? Right there. Right over by the Beastie Boys memorabilia here. All right. Who knows the, the words? Smoke on the water. I was trying to find my fart app on my phone, and then that would have been an additional Uh-oh. instrument. Uh oh. Right on. Because <laughs> I'll give you a little history. Todd loves the sound effects. <laughs> no. Really? Like if you no. bust out your iPhone and just start doing sound, loves it. <laughs> 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 oh, yes, <God>. exactly. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you do the sound of uh, Barney Rubble's feet going? <laughs> Yeah. Nope, that's that's one that can't be reproduced by man. <laughs> now, now at, at a certain point, Buck is going to try to put two fingers into your eyes. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, Buck, one, one day, Buck decided that he would get high on the show and just sit there and play uh, sound effects from an app. And I, you know, it takes a lot to upset me on like any the, le- I'm a very yeah. mellow human being. Like, I think right. You've noticed this, Lars. In yeah. The 12 minutes we've been hanging out together. Drum roll, please. It was that type of stuff. Like, yeah, it was awesome. And I'm trying to get through some deep political insight here. And then, no, no, Buck's just like, whoop, 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 Yeah. And so then I started off like, all right, all right, Buck, please, you know, a little distracting, like nicely. And then it became, come on, man, ruining the show. Put your fucking phone away. I've been in several meetings where I try and wait if I'm working. If there's if we're hitting a point where it's like everybody's getting stressed out and like they need to to call a, a conference call or any kind of meeting, um, I'll just sit in the background and, and play sound effects. Wait for the longest silence that I can find <laughs> and just use the fart or and the auga as or the, the womp womp. <laughs> bum, bum, ba, boom, I find an actual real fart really cuts the tension even better. <laughs> I think maybe the best sound effect would probably be the Law and Order. Dun, dun, dun. Oh you yeah, know, right at that moment. That'd I think good. that's my that's my message notification right now. Oh, actually. right on, very yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> or a good old fashioned yeah by the who. <laughs> so we're back on the Far Out Podcast. We took a uh, break last week. We didn't do any shows. Now we we intended to do shows, and it was like we're we're gonna we're gonna have we really wanted to have Lars on because I know there's a lot of listeners who listen to Far Out that Hello, are fans, friends of Mega Boom, friends that, of Lars, that, yeah, that 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 love Mega Boom, and uh, so we want to have Lars on. And then we're gonna record last week, and then Lars calls me about two p.m. <laughs> and I am at a antique <laughs> swap meet with my wife, wow, in Long Beach. 
<laughs> and we're at the antique swap meet, and the phone rings. I'm like, oh, it's a number I don't know. And it, but it says Hawthorne, so I thought it might be a family member. But that I, I, oh, Hawthorne. Yeah, you come up as Hawthorne, but that's you, weird. Yeah, I, I guess technically, I just chose uh, a random series of numbers after three one zero. I you know it got to the level where like I couldn't get you know it doesn't make sense anymore. Like when you know when you grow up with landlines and stuff like that, it's like oh you know you're five four three, you're three two one or whatever, right. and you know you know what those areas are. But now everybody has cell phones. It's like it doesn't matter. So right. Right. it's interesting. Okay, I'm gonna embrace Hawthorne. I like this. Yeah, yeah. From uh, Lars and the Beach Boys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, a lot of guys in county are all from Hawthorne. <laughs> but yeah, so so I, I I get a call and Lars is like you know and and I'm drunk too because I drink. Oh, you were dr- <laughs> I drink at the antique swap meet. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, where's huh? this at? In Long Beach. It was. Uh, it's right. It was right. At Long Beach City College, and I was. <clears throat> and so you're toasted at Long Beach City College. Yep. Yes, it's it, BYOB. Look, you bring your own antique bowl, <laughs> and uh, and you just cover it with alcohol. And you're looking around at what? Uh, I, I'm looking at rocking chairs. What? Uh, rocking chairs. Uh, things that need to be refinished. Mm-hmm. Uh, potential projects my wife can make me do. It's like the the slave owner that she is. You know. Yeah. Like. Wow. My wife going to a uh, like an antique shopping thing is kind of like if you were like a slave, and and the slave owner is like you know you know what we're gonna we're gonna plant some corn back here boys and you're like fuck <laughs> nobody you know it's just nothing but work so I'm there and I'm putting a good buzz on because that that's how you get through these kind of things but sure there there was one interesting thing uh, at the antique swap meet was there was. Old racist memorabilia. Of course. You have to have this. If you're going to have an authentic antique swap meet, you need racist memorabilia. There was a Jemimas, yeah, Zambo there, figurines. There was that era where that was just prevalent, yes? Yes. There, there yes. was some there was the gollywogs, which is oh, no. which is English, English. racism. That's, that's English. Just, yeah, my my all right, my stepdad does have one or two things. It is you, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen my house. Yes. yes. No, my you par- have black friends that come over <laughs> listen, and listen, see okay. a gollywog. Okay, listen, I Antique had to confessionals. <laughs> Basically, my stepdad is, you know, he likes all those placards, things like that. You walk in, we have a huge bar right there that has a ton of them. Uh-huh. So it's pretty cool, right? You, our house is pretty, not bad. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so. One of them is, one's a gollywog from way back in the day. And it's literally like the afro and the face kind of meet together. So it's all just a circle of, oh. yeah, it's bad. I can't and distinguish it, their hair and from their face. And it's like <laughs> for some kind of jam. But the other one, <laughs> but the other one that was, it just reminds my stepdad of his childhood because yeah. those were around during so that he time. He was a slave owner? No, like, he was not. He was an English kid. He, he lived in London. So I guess... Um, how does wait? How does racist American Southern memorabilia have to do with his childhood it in wasn't, London? No, they had that stuff back there in England too. That one's from England, like that's not. But the we one, exported our racism to them. <laughs> <laughs> the one they didn't know what it was until they yeah. I got a crate of Aunt Jemima figurines. The one that wait a minute, I was just really into dissing Indians and chopping them up with machetes. Hold <laughs> on a minute. Who are these Africans? <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, the one I had to take down and, like you said, hide from my friends was the one that was Uncle Remus, and it was oh on, sure, and it was like an old like Southern guy, and it was like Uncle Remus, and it it was for again a jam. I don't know why, but it's, it's said, called music. Okay, <laughs> but stop it, this but just it, because they're black. But underneath it said, this show am good. Right. right. Oh, no. Like, T-I-S, show oh, am good. No. So, yeah, I'm looking at that like, okay, everything's good with the party. I'm looking at, oh, shit, Uncle Remus. Yeah, yeah. I just had to take that's, that shit down. So. That stuff is that's scary. Yeah, it wasn't, was not good. <laughs> my, my father's from West Virginia. And my dad, when I was a child, told me, he's like, 
uh, I can't quite do the accent, but he's got this <laughs> Barney Fife kind of squirrely, like, uh, you know. Oh, uh, what do you want to learn about uh, West Virginia? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> nice. My dad has that kind of accent. And so then he's like, you know, you know, you know Todd, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you something. It's like, as you get older, you, you realize there are great things from your past that people don't, you know, they don't appreciate anymore. <laughs> you know, and uh, you'll never get to really enjoy Song of the South like I did as a boy. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's for, a Disney thing or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for some reason, Disney won't re-release that film. It's, <laughs> it's a real work of art. And But the mm. funny thing is, if you mm. go on Splat... baby, he don't say nothing. Yeah. Sad tar baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Not racist at all. No, nope, not at all racist. Just, just a See, baby I've, made of tar. I, I don't know what you guys are referencing. I've seen it like once or twice, I guess, when I was a kid, but not enough. That's because it's been hidden from our generation. <laughs> or the good part of you blocked it out of your memory. Yeah. I don't know nothing about no tar baby. No, no, See, no. Here we go. No, no. What? <laughs> so this is from the movie. Yes. Wow. And, and so, mm-hmm. but but if you go on Splash Mountain mm-hmm. and at Disneyland. It references Song of the South, all the zippity doo all that. Yeah, no, yeah. no Uncle Remus to be found. Just a bunch of shucking and jiving yeah, all yeah. the way mm. through the ride. It's like they treated that song like it was a single and that the album never happened. Right, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Lars calls me at the end. <laughs> and I said, well, zippity doo da, zippity hey. Oh, I'm not coming to your show <laughs> this wonderful Sunday. So then I went right through. Because well, it was an interesting reason. I was the first person to ever cancel for this reason. Reason. Really? Well, like it only comes around once a year. It, it does. It, yeah. It was, well, my cat's birthday. Right. Lars is a period is on a lunar. It's not on his lunar cycle. It's on the solar cycle. On the Mayan calendar. One one day a year, I gush blood out my asshole. No, he's like he's like you know. I Todd, I got to tell you, my I got to do my taxes. That's me. That's you. That's what you sound like over a phone in person. That's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and only twelve minutes, but but listening to the show, I, I, I picked it up. But so so he so then I immediately I go through the phone. Now I got a little buzz on too, and the the other guys who because you know it's, the show's me and Buck, and then we bring in kind of there's about five different people we rotate in and out yeah, in the yeah. third third chair, and so but the other guys know that they don't like it if you're calling them at two p.m. on a Sunday because it oh. means. They weren't the first choice. Oh, no. Oh, I'm right. so sorry. So it was like, hey, uh, Elliot, can you make it? Oh, man, oh, sorry. I, I can't do it. And then uh, Oscar was like, Oscar, can you do it? Oh, man, I'm sorry. My, 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 my mother's ill. And then I and so then I, I threw in the text, not even the call to Marcus Chambers. And, oh, I got to hang out with my girlfriend today. And uh, and then after that point, I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a little buzzed. Uh there's plenty of great podcasts out there for people to listen to. I'm just going to take it easy, and we'll catch them next week. Relax. Yeah, absolutely. Chillax. Well, the good news is, is I only owed the government a small amount of money, so that's good. And uh, and yeah, and now I'm here. Well, we were co- we were concerned. I believe it. It's like honestly, I could hear the concern in your voice when we were talking on the phone. Yeah, and I was concerned too because I couldn't get my paperwork done. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I I work in the outer fringes of Hollywood. Where uh, you're an independent contractor, and oh, yeah, no one values your work, and so right. as a result, they don't really value the amount of the small pittance that they give you every year either. Otherwise, they would send you their their 1099 miscellaneous. Yes, yeah, so you got to shake them down. Really uh, do. under, understandable. Uh, so, uh, oh, real quick, as I, as I was I was talking a little bit about uh, racism at the antique uh, swap meet. Real quick, before we get into our topic, yes. and there was a um, a booth. And there was some uh, saucy, sassy African-American ladies who were mining the booth. Hmm. And I bought a uh, Casablanca 
photo from them because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I love Casablanca. It's great a, movie. Great movie. And they also had that a big placard that said, "Coloreds sit in the balcony," and it was from like some Birmingham, Alabama theater. And I was like, "Wait, was probably the one like Dr. King like protested that they wouldn't let blacks in anyway, or James Brown or, or somebody." Sure. And so I was looking at it, and then I looked at the, the African American ladies, and I was like. It would be inappropriate if I bought this, correct? <laughs> like, and then my my wife immediately goes, "Oh shit, Todd! Oh, he's no. got some booze in him. Like right. he's trying to make jokes." And the woman was like, "Oh no, you need to buy that." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> really?" I was like, "Wouldn't you be offended if you saw this? If you came into my front door and it said coloreds in the balcony?" Right. And then she goes, "Oh no, that's just a reminder about how fucked up y'all were to us." <laughs> <laughs> now, here, enjoy some of these racist white figurines that we made. Right, right. So, um. Again, pleasure having you in here, Lars. Thank you. Having a blast. Um, hopefully, you like the Miller High Life we serve here. We serve it cheap It is delicious. Booze. The pot here is excellent. The booze is horrible. It's the way the Far <laughs> Podcast works. So says I. So says Buck. So, uh, recently, I was... Uh, I, this is going to start off not seeming interesting, but it will become well, hopefully interesting. Uh, at, at my work, we have like shitty health insurance, right? So, my wife is a teacher... And so she has like bomb ass health insurance. So mm-hmm. I wanted to switch over to her health plan, yeah. Health plan, man. And it's a lot cheaper and you get like all the good shit. So, but what happened was there's a little period about 45 days in between, which I, I didn't have any coverage. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go online to one of these health net or whatever and get some like really cheap ass health, health coverage in order to fill the gap in case I was hit by a truck. Yeah, or, you, didn't, you didn't feel you could handle that amount of time? I, I, you know, my, well, it was my, it was a married thing. Like, if I was a single guy, right. yeah, fuck right. it. Because I'm no looking, problem. I'm looking at Lars. You got health insurance, good shit right now. No, that's I what bad, I'm saying. Bad, bad, horrible. Don't have health insurance. No, me, me too. Completely and flying. I think flying you're kind of like, kind of, kind of pussy. You couldn't handle 40 days. Like so, nothing happened. Yeah, come on, man. Dude. Well, you know, I well, it's like, you know, what if I decide to ride a ski do? In those 45 days. What if I get into mountain climbing? And you head up to the Clinica San Miguel and they'll take care of you for $20. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's that. Oh, you go to Mexico. I, go, I know. I go to the, the Clinico El Magnifico in beautiful ca- Panorama City. Exactly. Some See, of your listeners might the, know. The, Some the, of Panorama are, City is the worst part of Los Angeles. You got to live what they say. Yeah. You got to live like us, Todd. Take it. Embrace it. Exactly. One day, one, day, one horrible accident at a time. <laughs> I have lived like you. Well, see, here's the deal. <laughs> I have a mortgage, right? I can't right. afford $80,000 in health insurance. A yeah. buddy of mine, not, not, not to get balls deep into this here, but a buddy of mine was going to Costa Rica to live for three months to surf. So he stopped his health insurance. The night before he left for Costa Rica, he got a little drunk. Who knew yeah. it? Surfers get drunk. Sure. He fell. And he had to get stitches above his eye. You know how much it cost? Twenty-eight grand. Wow, that much? Twenty-eight grand to get stitches because the doctor—they see you coming in and they see you're a little bombed and they go, well, "Let's just X-ray everything. Like, let's let everybody oh. rack up. Like, hey, wow. X-ray guy, you're not doing shit. Seven hundred dollars right here. Put oh, this guy goodness. through the machine. They ring him through. Twenty-eight grand later, it's fucked up. So I didn't want that to happen to me. So I go to HealthNet to get some health insurance, and I was denied coverage. Be- really? Because of a pre-existing condition. and They yeah, still can legally do that? I think, no, what happens is they denied me, and then they'd stick me into some other pool of the like pool. broken toys of like <laughs> sad people. <laughs> that, yeah, what the hell? The uninsurable, because of my planter's wart surgery I had. I had surgery, for, a laser surgery for a planter's wart, so now... What's a planter's wart? It's a infection Whoa. of the foot. <laughs> It turned my foot into zombie Michael Jackson. Okay. You know, that green weird on the bottom of my heel. Oh, no. It's, it was horrible. 
It, I, I was on Vicodin for a long time. It was very yeah, bad. Sure, sure. It was gnarly. So because of that, uninsurable. So now, right now, I, I'm like you guys for the next couple weeks. I'm, I'm going commando health insurance-wise. Wow. Look at this. Yeah. So right now, if we were to all get into a brawl. Let's jump them in. It's yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. let's jump this yeah. motherfucker. You want into the broken toy pool? Yeah. Right. You get in the hard way and you never leave. Never leave, boy. <laughs> but, but if, that, if that wasn't me beating up Todd, that was just me packing my smoke. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like kicking Todd's ass right there. It, it would be kind of like it, you know they have like the Mexican standoff, like in a Tarantino movie. One guy has a gun, the other guy has a gun. Yeah. There's three guys with different agendas with guns. Oh yeah, that's who we are with health insurance right now. Like we'd like to beat each other's ass. But the, 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 it would cost if we got into a fight right now in this garage. It would cost three hundred grand. Right. That's true. Yeah. So I know you. You're you're very conscious of this now. Like you're gonna rearrange your life and do things a little differently than you would if you did have insurance. Well, we, I went like with, I'm saying, if you were at a show or something in a, like a pit, like a mosh pit, you'd be like, well, I don't know now. Yeah, yeah well, in no, the outskirts. Hold on, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't be right in it. Only Miranda Cosgrove for you now. <laughs> I would. Uh, wow. Miranda Cosgrove. What a reference. <laughs> uh, I would uh, no. I would only um, pit with women. Like if it was like a bitch pit. Like I jump in a bitch pit. But that's, that's about the worst. It. Kind. The reunion of the Lilith Fair. That's <laughs> the only time you're getting into a. I would pit to Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Any time. Actually, one time I got hit in the face in a pit by by a broad. It was a pit for a tribe called Quest, and I just got hit out of nowhere. What was that Lollapalooza? Yeah, people pitted for anything in '94, yeah. yeah. and I just, I just, I just took a hit and I fucking hit the ground. I didn't know where it came from, and I saw a burly looking woman just kind of yeah at me, and I was like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. And my buddy Steve's like, you got knocked out by a bitch. Oh like, my god. Anyway, so right now, uh, well, when when I went to Laughlin recently with my wife. Uh, they had like ski doos and shit you can rent, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that sounds like a blast!" And she was like, "Nope, you don't have health insurance." Don't get to do it. Wow! So I couldn't bust a Kenny Powers and like get out there and like, yeah, mm-hmm. what the hell? Wow! So, being that I've been kind of thinking about my health and and all these different things, I, you know, not all diseases are are bad or whatever. You know, there there could be some interesting ones out there. So I I I, I did a search. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did a search of the internet, and I found that there are some diseases out there that actually are kind of badass if you had them. Really? Like, not all of them are like... Burt Reynolds' disease. What, what would Burt Reynolds' disease <laughs> Throw be? an awesome mustache, and your strength increases by 25%. Yeah, and then and, and you can you can pull Sally Fields, America's sweetheart, at any time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the greatest thing about Burt Reynolds' disease was it would be being able to hang out with Dom DeLuise. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the disease? <laughs> yes, it's the, de- the DeLuise disease is kind of... He like hears like he like senses it in you and he starts to hang out with you more. Yeah, like you get a call. <laughs> no, hey, it's Dom. How's it going? You know, because <laughs> Dom Dom Dell is first of all hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Always like. I feel like in the face of evil, Dom DeLuise would have a hearty guffaw to you know. No. Great steakhouse laugh. Yes. <laughs> now this is steakhouse laugh. Yes. This I is did. a blessing and a curse because what if Dom dies? Then the next go-to DeLuise is what Peter. Oh, from Twenty One Jump Street, yeah, Peter DeLuise, no yeah, mm. the original. I'm sure Burt Reynolds had <laughs> some OG. words for for Peter DeLuise as as a child growing up. I'm not going to watch that Twenty One Jump Street unless it has a DeLuise or a, uh, what is it? Uh, the, Chinese the guy. Chick on, yeah, the chi- well, yeah, that guy too. Holly Robinson, sure. Pete. Holly yeah. Robinson, Pete. Right, unless it has Holly Robinson, Pete, or DeLuise, I'm not watching. <laughs> it's just not that. Or Richard Grieco. Not fuck that guy. The man, <laughs> the man that pussy forgot. So, <laughs> but yeah, you're hanging out with Dom uh-huh. DeLuise. And first of all, he's again, big steakhouse laugh. Yep. 
fantastic. He cooks all the time. Like he's oh, always, delicious cooks. Always brings over pasta. You sit down and he's like, he's paired it with some great vino, and you just sit and get fucked up. Yeah, and, right. Fun anecdotes about that one movie he did with Gene Wilder, where the where the car runs on vegetable oil or something like that. Great stuff. I never saw that. I don't know. I saw Fatso, where he was bummed out because he was fat the whole yeah. movie and in the town. <laughs> in the woman, fridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Cannonball Run, come on, that that was Dom DeLuise for me. That's a classic. Cannonball Run. <laughs> So besides Burt Reynolds' disease, yeah, there, right. are there, there are others. some great diseases that I found. And one of them is uh, Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, okay. uh, where time, space, and body image are distorted. Uh, Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, or micropesia, is a disorienting neurological condition which affects human visual perception. Subjects perceive humans, parts of animals, animals, parts of humans, and inanimate objects as substantially smaller than in reality. Wow. Hmm. Generally, the object perceived appears far away or extremely close at the same time. I, you know, I, I once kind of experienced this when I, I, I combined ketamine and LSD at a rave many years ago, and I, I, I got very large yeah. for a little while, and then I got very small, and like it, it fuck with that part of your brain that gives you this, but... That's amazing. Alice in Wonderland syndrome sounds like kind of rad. Um, it'd be hard to pick up people at bars and stuff, because you'd, you'd think you're like Gulliver, and you'd look down, and right. you'd be like... But yeah, this just sounds like an acid trip to me. Yeah, I mean, that's like a constant that's, acid trip. That's what it is. Yeah, does yeah. it last forever? Um, uh, let's see here. The, the, How do I treat this disease? I don't have. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I don't know if you can because it seems like a pretty wild one. And then also, if you went to the doctor, I imagine that conversation would be a little difficult. Right. Right. That's you know, true. Like, uh, um, yeah, Dr. Lars, I have a problem. <laughs> um, right now, you are really tiny. Yes, I see. I don't know how to fix everybody around me is really small. I saw a guy the other day with a massive arm that was like you know, nine feet long. Right, well, here's a really tiny contract for $28,000. If you could just sign that, and we'll get on with your treatments. Well, see, uh, Dr. Lars, I don't have health insurance. Up, 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 up. <laughs> you have credit, right? Bad credit? Oh, yes, yes. We'll get, we'll get this going. I think maybe you got to see a witch doctor if you have this. Like, right, someone who uses oils and liniments and strange uh, compounds of the like that are stewed. Right. <laughs> and, and, and you go in and instead of having like an operating table, they have a cauldron. Right. And a very large chicken bone. Yep. And you just go in, they, they tell you to put your head in the cauldron, they whack you four times with the chicken bone mm-hmm. and a monkey foot, and then you're good to go. Good to go. I think so. That's probably the only way to treat Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Can't they give you like some kind of glasses that reverses it? Oh, okay. Like so, a funhouse mirror type thing. So, you know, when you're looking in that, you're big or a, small. That's just a great idea. Come on. Thank you. This is yeah. just, we're really coming up with solutions. Let's um, just solve each one of these diseases I'm, I'm you th- think I'm is I'm thinking of an answer. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've got the funhouse glasses in front of you. Yeah. Actually, that would really work. You just have to have them fine-tuned. Like, if you have, like, a astigmatism in one eye, the right. doctor's, like, slightly, you know, yeah. changes it around so that everything comes into reality. Right. I think this is also good if you have a small penis. Because anything... <laughs> well, maybe know, the glasses could be adjusted so your cock still remains massive. Still, it's huge. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're just like, man, that dick is huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like long dong silver here. Uh, there's another one. This is a great disease. I, I, I wish I had, I had this one. And it's called walking corpse syndrome. Oh, like weekend at Bernie's. Yes, yes. But you think you're Bernie. Like you think you're dead. <laughs> wow. It's a syndrome of mental depression and suicidal tendencies in which the patient complains. Well, wait, wait, wait. Suicidal tendencies. If you already think you're dead, right. 
then chances are you don't want to commit suicide. You can't. Right. You physically can't because you're <laughs> dead already. Talk about a cry for help. <laughs> like, one thing is that I'm going to kill myself. The other one is, I'm already dead. Right. This is weird. But that's but, kind of freeing. I could see you'd be a great, like, you could be a great stand-up comic if you're already dead. Right, right, yeah. Oh, I, did you die last night? I'm already dead. <laughs> Your slings and arrows can't hurt me, improv. Right. Heckler? Uh, <laughs> I'm not even on stage. Uh, in which the patient complains of having lost everything, possessions, part, part or the entire body, often believing that he or she has died and is a walking corpse. Wow, this delusion man. is usually expanded to the degree that the patient might claim that he can smell his own rotting flesh and feel worms crawl through his skin. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. <laughs> I think that <laughs> that's just a proliferation of all the zombie shit that's going on nowadays. Walking Dead, all this stuff. See, this is what this reminds me of. It reminds yeah. me of the people who were, who had the Avatar blues and wanted to go to Pandora after they saw Avatar because <laughs> it was so much better than where they we They want to believe that, that there's something like this. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this is the same thing. Everybody saw Walking Dead and now they're just like, oh, I'm going to be stuck on this farm forever as a dead corpse. <laughs> right. I feel like if you have this, you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to look like John Forsythe from Scrooged. <laughs> Like, right, right. But uh, I mean, it would be kind of cool. But I, you know, are you gonna like do the arms out walk as well? Because that's that. the walk of the dead. Sure. You know, the yeah. arms. Oh, <laughs> and people are like, how you doing? Oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh wait, that's, <laughs> that's so strangely soothing. Meditation. Right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna claim that work on Monday. <laughs> no, you're gonna call in dead. <laughs> no, no, I'm just gonna walk around like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, you start doing ghost shit. Even though people see you, you start like rattling the mini blinds, mm-hmm. and people are like Todd, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. You start doing ghost shit. Speaking of awesome ghosts, there's one time I saw on TV with this guy who was a big Red Fox fan, and so he bought Red Fox's house. After oh, Red really? Fox died. And he was like, man, this is great. Like, Red Fox is fucking with me from the grave. And he said that Red Fox would haunt the house constantly. And so there'd be like, you know, Elizabeth, here's the big one. You know, oh, like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got me some sham pipple. Yeah. <laughs> Ripple, come here, dummy. <laughs> he actually had a commission that Sanford and Son be playing underneath the uh, the foundation of the house for all eternity. Yeah, that in Harlem Nights. Where, uh, <laughs> you, you know when he rolled up the first time, like to stay there, he, he had the Sanford and Son like, theme song in his truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to do it up. <laughs> Whatever happened to Dummy? Whatever happened to his son on the show? He never did anything after. Is he dead or? Yeah, Lamont. Uh, Lamont might be have walking the, corpse syndrome. Wasn't he the uh, sound effects guy in Police Academy? That's Michael <laughs> Winslow. <laughs> was it him? That wasn't him. Yeah, that wasn't him. No, 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 uh, bug. Hmm. no. He had a he had great facial hair, as I recall. But oh yeah, fantastic mustache. Yeah. Uh, uh, this this is a great one. I like this one. And we'll, we'll end with this. Um, this is called a Capgras delusion. And the Capgras delusion is a rare disorder in which a person holds a delusion that they are an acquaintance, they, that an acquaintance, typically someone close, has been replaced with an imposter. <laughs> this delusion can oh. be so strong that they may actually attack a loved one. Hmm. It, it seems to me like this is the kind of <laughs> disease that lots of English people in costume dramas have. Yeah. It's like, my friend, you are not Buck Perez. You Revealed. are an imposter. <laughs> and like take off the mask. Yeah. Yeah. You are not the Duke of Canterbury. Revealed. Yeah. It no. actually also reminds me a lot of uh, 
the sixth day, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, where he goes, oh, I walked through the bushes and then I saw my daughter, I <laughs> bought her a beer for her birthday, but it wasn't, it turned out she already had a beer that was brought to her by someone who looked just like me. Just like me. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I haven't been lucky enough to see that. You oh. haven't seen Sixth Day? Dude, no. I saw it in the movie theater. Oh I know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know what you're talking Sixth Day is great. It's also great because, spoiler alert, but... Oh. What happens is, is he and his clone is end up teaming up to like <laughs> kick, then, to kick ass. And then there's this long epilogue where it's like after they've kicked ass, they have a heart to heart because the the clone is going to go die. out. He's going to leave. Yeah. He's going to go out to out to sea. And he's like, <laughs> "You don't need to go out to sea. You stay here with us and be part of a family. What are you doing? What do you think you're going to find out there? Stop it." It seems to me like it's more just a projection of Schwarzenegger's <laughs> narcissism. Exactly. exactly. Oh. That's the way I took it watching it. It was a very, very odd movie. Watch it again with the knowledge that he has several children out of wedlock. <laughs> yes, it's that, fun. That look, I, I Stay like, here. <laughs> I love the fact that like that kid looked exactly like Schwarzenegger with like, a huge did, dome. I love that he did the Conan thing too for Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw was that, yeah. Everyone saw those photos. Yep. You're like, oh, man, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that mom is fucked up. Yeah, that's messed. And that that poor kid because that's a rough look like Schwarzenegger maybe is maybe you know you have to get the thing is Schwarzenegger had to get buff to match his head it right. works with buff yeah if he was thin with that head first of all he'd, he'd topple over right. he'd be like a woman <laughs> yes. with novelty sized breasts so he, boy. he had to work out in order to get to that level just to sustain his cranium and smoke a lot of weed too yeah <laughs> pumping iron but uh, yeah I mean it's kind of cool thinking that other people around you are, are an imposter like I don't know that you're Lars. Like, I've never seen you before. I've, I've, yeah. I've heard your voice. But, the real uh, me is sitting in my car with an eye patch eating a sandwich right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the eye patch is definitely always the imposter move. <laughs> yes. Eye patch and a monocle. Yeah, that's scary. He's like telling him what to say right now. But I guess, like, <laughs> it was an old timey problem because, like, you know, you wrote letters to people. Like, the Duke of Canterbury, you'd know about him your whole life, but you never actually see him. It's not like his picture was in the, the paper, the Victorian paper or whatever. It was, at best, an artist's depiction, you know? So, I mean, imposters were probably a major problem in those days, mm-hmm. you know? I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for hey. coming out of the Far Out Podcast today. Thank you, Tom. I'd like to thank Lars Kenseth from Megaboom. Hi. Thanks. Uh, anything to plug here? Uh, at Lars Kenseth? I guess, yeah. At Lars Kenseth on the Twitter. And just, uh, yeah, just just keep listening to Megaboom fans. And give it to your friends. Put it on a cassette tape and pass it around. Mommy was a hostess. Daddy was a drunk. Cause they didn't love me then. Turned out of pun. Next, I sold up memories. Memories of John.